Hello, everybody. My name is Ramsey Yossel, and I'm the founder of The Landside, and welcome to our latest Quickfire one-on-one. I'm joined today by Jamie Hunt, who's Manager of National Brokers at TFG Capital. Hi, Jamie, and welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Good. Nice to have you with us. Jamie, why don't you kick off and tell us a little bit about TFG Capital, how it's structured and, and, and how you work? Okay, yeah. Um, well, we've been trading for uh, nine years now, uh, well, over nine years. And we're based out of Doncaster, um, but it doesn't stop us trading and funding uh, nationally. So we do actually fund properties, developments uh, on a commercial bridging basis, um, England, Wales, Scotland, um, occasionally Northern Ireland, subject to what's involved with it, but um, we will have a, a look and consider those. Um, we're a relatively small firm in terms of staffing, um, currently up to 11. That's including the company accountant, who's getting an assistant in the next couple of weeks. So that'll uh, boost the numbers a bit more, but won't make our job any easier. Um, and um, it's the, the secret of what we see as our, ex our success is actually um, um, the, the relatively flat management of the, of the business. So, you know, we have an MD and we have an operations director and then we have us, the staff underneath, who basically do the spade work, put the deals together, put the cases together, deal with the clients, the brokers, the solicitors, but everything's signed off at that one step up. Um, and it's all done on a day. You know, it's uh, we quite often get cases come in, signed off and instructed legally wise on the day. Um, so we, I suppose that's our main selling point is the speed in which we can actually respond uh, get decisions done, and, um, and and get deals done. So, yeah, that's that's where so, we are. You know, we've, so I guess we've as a been within a few days to a couple of weeks, whatever suits the plan. Yeah, so I guess as a, as 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 a, as a that size of business, by the sounds of it, you're giving a very hands-on, high level of customer service, and you're you're looking after those customers very directly and quickly and efficiently. By the sounds of things. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll lend up to, uh, we'll consider, well, the highest uh, uh, loan level we've gone up to is just over six million. That's funds out, net net loan. Um, and, and then we'll drop down to as low as 50,000. Um, so this is a fair, you know, span of funds that we can actually consider and look at. And we will consider uh, virtually everything uh, as long as it's... Uh, legal deals we're doing and it's on an unregulated basis so yeah yeah uh, and, and just tell us a little bit about the types of loans that you specialize in at tfg capital then jamie if i'm if i'm a developer watching this now or investor yeah. now what what type of financing would be um uh you able to help us with well i've, I've just i've literally just had sent some figures out on the one that's come over my desk um at the end of yesterday um, what they were looking for was um, building, it's a very simple uh, development, uh, building a bungalow to sell on. Um, it's a partnership, albeit run under a limited company. And they were looking for 180,000. They bought the plot of land for 95,000. Um, and they were asking whether we were prepared to um, agree to some level of, a uh, low level of quantity surveying uh, monitoring, um, how much will be released initially, um, the turn that they were prepared to look over, all the usual questions that developers of any size really like to know on, from the outset. Um, 
But in this particular case, um, they're prepared to give us a legal second charge on at least one of the director's residences. So we're prepared at that sort of level to release the funds just against that, effectively for development, but on a non-development loan, um, so that we can then exclude any need for QSs that can have the funds up front. And they can basically run the deal and get that development done in their own time. So that's right. that's one way of doing it. So. And bridging loans, you do those as well, don't you? Um, yeah, we, we, to be honest, we, we do uh, the, the majority, if the truth and all, of our deals are the, you know, commercial bridging loans, which, which can be for anything from, you know, office blocks, uh, commercial use, semi-commercial use, shops, uh, we buy to lets, big warehouses, uh, you name it, we've, we've funded. Um, and, and within the, that sort of scope, it's been used for MBOs, MBIs, cash flow lens, all the usual stuff that, you know, businesses nowadays really need that uh, prompt response and, and access to cash, you know, it's that they're not getting into maybe the high street, you know, it's, and we can move that a bit quicker. Yeah, 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 good. Well, yeah, pretty, pretty comprehensive range of uh, funding there. Um, Jamie, what, what, what are your thoughts on the market at the moment, the current market uh, at, at right now? Well, um, it's 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 a bit of a to be honest, it's a bit of a curious seg. It's um, we're looking at stuff now. We've not we've not been seeing in the last twelve months the market for acquisitions that we're, we were used to seeing previous to then. Although there has been, you know, the, the requests and that coming in, um, but we've seen more of a demand for cash flow. And businesses have dried up and struggled a bit for cash coming in. Um, but on the other side of that, we have. Notice, as probably many others have at the minute, the valuations have become a bit tighter in terms of, um, you know, what we're getting back from the values. We have a national panel of values that we use. Um, we do have quite a few local values who can turn around stuff within 12 hours if required. Um, but we've noticed that the numbers there coming back and have become a lot tighter in the last three to four months, maybe six months. Uh, I understand that, you know, it's sort of a, it's a reflection of the market, which has been, again, been um, because of the increase in rates and that, then that's, it's had that downward pressure on the market, hasn't it, that we've seen. So that's really something that we've we've had to sort of like cope with in terms of that. But the 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 general increase of the rates from the, from the base rate and the high street funders um, has allowed us as an independent to possibly level up a little bit closer to where they are and the rates we can offer. So we're not quite as 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 distant as we were previously. And it's opened up other opportunities for us. And it'll be the same for other independent funders out there. They'll see them same opportunities um, and the flexibility that we have as independents. It just it just makes that market a little bit more, more open to us. But like I said on the downside, then the valuations are not coming in at the level that some clients would prefer them to be and some of the estimates of market values that we're getting initially are sometimes a little bit wider than mark but we've had a good few years of optimism so that's understandable and those those where, where you say it's opening up in 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 opportunities what what sort of what do they look like what sort of openings are they do you think at the moment well we're getting more um, interest from um property portfolio um owners who are looking for you know, adding to their portfolio so they go into auction. So they might approach us and say, you know, we've got such and such a property, this is what we'd like to do. 
well, you know, we can certainly act quick enough in, in an ordinary uh, state of affairs for, for purchasing property. Um, but with an auction, obviously, they'd like to get the offering first, make sure that they've got the funding behind them um, and add to the portfolio they've already got. So we can leverage off their existing portfolio and all the property they're looking to buy. Um, so we're quite happy to sort of like prepare to say, yes, we've got X amount of funds. This is what you can use or leverage a bit more off the portfolio. And it's just holding that up. Well, we can move that quick in terms of getting the deals done. Whereas, you know, some of these people who are building up the portfolio, seeing opportunities where there's more and more uh, properties coming on the market at the right level, at the right price, because of the downward pressure, um, they're not quite getting the support off they might see as their first choice funders, whereas we can step in at that point. Yeah, great. And development funding and uh, funding for development um, is 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 still there. You've talked a little bit about that. Be be interesting to have some more thoughts from you about development funding. Uh, yeah. Um, again, I mean, we 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 have a market. We we our, we're at the lower end of the development market. We're more than happy to look to do it, you know. But we're, we're sort of like our top end risk level is maybe a million pounds, one point one million out. We'll consider on that. Um, so it's not we're not certainly not in with the big boys, and we're not in for building estates or big sheds or whatever. But as the example I mentioned earlier, you know, we're we're, we're right there for helping those who are maybe building two, three properties to to move on or add again to portfolios. Um, but what we're seeing is now, obviously, again, it's the it's outside circumstances where you know materials of the cost of interior, materials has increased and that's impacted. Um, so we're getting quite a few uh, inquiries coming back to us where they first spoke to us a few months ago, um, um, and then they said, "Oh no, we're going to such and such a place, which is fine. We've not got a problem. We're more than happy to quote and come back and have a discussion." But they're now coming back, and all of a sudden the uh, the costumes that they did five, six months ago, you know, they're, they're outdated. You know, even in that short period of time, because the costs have gone up that much, that they're having to then redo stuff. Uh, when they're then going back to the original funders, um, who are then barking at the opportunity, we can step in then and say, well, we have got the funds. Uh, we'll ask the things to be updated, obviously, but we're more than happy to step in. But we're seeing that that... that a lot of the smaller developers or anybody who's wanting to develop a one or two property opportunity, um, whilst they've been mulling it over, you know, because they didn't act in the first place and now beginning to, I wouldn't say regret it, but they're going to see that possibly their profit margins have been eroded because of the cost of everything that's gone up. Uh, yeah. But the opportunities are still there. And, and we're seeing as a, a more of an opportunity partner, as it were, for the smaller developments because we can act quickly, as I said. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, well, obviously that that speed of service and, and uh, yeah. I mean, obviously with interest rates um, having gone up, um, uh, I, I feel they've peaked and that soon they're going to start coming down. Would you would you agree with that? Is that what your outlook is for 24? And that's going to make, a, make quite a difference probably in the next six, eight months to the development funding and finance generally. Yeah, well, yes, I would, I would have definitely agreed with that uh, until inflation sort of, although it was a marginal increase, but should we say it stayed at the same level and, and it was a, a minor surprise. It didn't drop any further than the, 
than was hoped. Uh, I think we'll probably have to see how it depends, how it goes over the next couple of months. And then, you know, at the minute, the Bank of England are holding things steady, aren't they? But they've had, they have threatened to increase it if it doesn't drop further. Um, and I understand that. Um, I don't always agree with it, but I understand why they're doing it. Um, but if if we can maybe drop inflation over the next couple of months, then yes, I agree. I think rates will start to drop again. And we're seeing that slightly over the last couple of months in, in the, the mortgage market, aren't we, where it's dropped. But all of a sudden, it increases by 0.1, and then a few more banks have held their own and put the prices up again. So it's a very sensitive market at the minute. But, you know, hopefully this year it, it should drop. It should drop. Good. Yeah. Well, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Jamie. It's been very interesting talking to you. There's been some uh, some very interesting and useful stuff there, I think, for, for a lot of the developers, particularly uh, as you suggested that your target audience in the smaller, medium-sized developers that uh, are looking for funding is where you can really look after them very well. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. No problem. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. Bye.